What up, though? You. Yeah. Welcome back. We on? We live? We live? Oh, shit. We live. Hey, man, welcome to another episode of Man Time. Where, you know, we're going we to bring it to you from man's perspective, man's point of view. And it's cold outside. Yeah, it's definitely nip. Winter finally let us know. The nipple is out. Finally, she finally let us know she here, man. Nipple is out, bro. And it's only gonna get a little worse. Supposed to have some weather this weekend, but that is coming at a good time because at that point I'm about to sit on my ass. That boy Jack. Yeah, man, I'm tired, man. I'm about to chill out. I'm probably gonna catch up on a little power. Got this book I'm trying you to. You still watch that shit? Yeah, yeah, man. I'm trying to find out who got who shot ghost. His son shot. I, I man. For real? Shoot that nigga? No, for no, real? No, no, so so <laughs> yeah, you for real? So, bro, I ain't never seen this season. So no, I'm, no, I'm on. I'm on. I'm like. This nigga said I, I stopped son, on like the third or fourth episode, and not, I I didn't stop on the third or fourth episode. Ghost is a bitch. Wait, yeah, man. He, he, he should have been slapping the shit out of his son. No, Ghost is a bitch. That nigga's a sucker. He's the worst character on it. Nah, I think the, the wife is. No, man. how? He started she's all of that shit. shit. I mean, both of them, they neck and neck, man. She's shady, man. Bro. She done fucked every nigga that came on the show. Yeah, she wild. Man, she fucked the little boy That nigga's a wild She nigga. fucked the nigga Terry Silver, got that nigga killed. Then at one time, point, point in time, she was gonna fuck this nigga that was helping her at the daycare. But ghosts be getting niggas out of trouble, though. They don't even know they been. That's the crazy thing. is yeah. like, I ain't seen it's this season. I ain't seen this season, but he didn't, like, from what I seen, Ghost and say something. The show niggas. was just kind of crazy. It, it, to me, it was just crazy because when you just. You just know it's not real because it's just kind of like it's too many niggas in a circle that's just getting knocked off for nobody to get nobody. Man, that shit's so fake. Yeah, nah, you know, I, that that be the part on that. So yeah, I might I might try to catch up on that this Air Hernandez thing. Yeah, I only watched the first episode. Though. Really? How was it so far? It was alright. Like I like I, yeah like. He was just a wild football nigga. He was just a wild nigga. Yeah, some, some wild nigga. That shit happens. That shit happens all the time. That shit, like I was telling y'all in the car, like when I was, when I was in a, when I was in Dudley, my my man was like an all American. That nigga was an all American football player, but that nigga was a real psychopath. And he was putting in work, and he was an all American. And he could have got drafted, but they knew that nigga was affiliated, and they wasn't fucking with that nigga. No. He, was, he was a wild nigga. So that shit regular though, like, like. But they don't make niggas like that now. They making niggas like AD now. Bro, that nigga is losing, bro. That nigga losing. He, the thought his lawyer done left him. Drew Rosenhaus, now the, the biggest agent in football. Drew Rosenhaus done dropped him, bro. He's lost. He's a he's, he's a house burning down, bro. The whole world. He, he's a he's he is the he's a personification of the nigger. Mm. He's burning. That's what exactly was gonna happen to niggas. And they put him up, let them know like, hey, you take the money you already got, and you better figure out the rest of your life. That's it. That's it. That's it. He's he's he's. That's why I say, yo, you gotta get your mind right, bro. That, 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 that shit, that shit cool, but your mind ain't right out here, nigga. You, you, you gonna lose. I mean, I felt like what Marshawn Lynch told him the other day, man. I ain't hear that shit. Why? So he was pretty much, you know, they had a press conference, and you know, um, Marshawn was retired. 
And, you know, he came back this year. Had a pretty good run when he came back. Mm-hmm. And he was just pretty much saying, hey, you know, to y'all young kids, at this stage in your career, like, make sure you got your money together, mm-hmm. your mind right, and your body right. That's a fact. Because once you retire, you can get out here and do anything you want to. You need to make sure you can get out here and do anything you want to. That's a fact. With, with your money, that part be straight. Mm-hmm. Your body, you can still physically move, and your mind right, so you feel still uh, think to be able to do stuff. That's a fact. So that's pretty much what he was telling them. Man. And that's and, and <clears throat> that's what that's what Aaron Hernandez was. He never. He never right. developed. He, he was. He was. If he was socially immature, mm-hmm. he was. He he never developed skill. He never developed a, a interpersonal skills. Mm-hmm. Like even with his father being there, his father was a disciplinarian, but he wasn't a te- Like he didn't teach him much. It's yeah. about football. Mm-hmm. So that nigga lacked empathy too. Like to be able to just kill motherfuckers like that. Like he ain't. Nobody was really loving on you for real, for real. Like, like you said, his father was disciplinarian, but his mother was missing something. Because that nigga, to just be able to do that shit and just... But that, yo, that's what I'm saying. But that we, we dealing with that every day out here, bro. Mm-hmm. We, dealing with, we, we dealing with real psychopaths out here. Bro, I could, I could name five, five people right now that I, that, that, that I know that got multiple bags. You know what I'm saying? And it's like regular shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a normal day for him. It's, it's normal. Like, it's not. Dad, I want some water. You want some water? Yeah. Got the babies here. Yeah. We, got, we got Bean in there. Yeah. Nips Bean in here, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like that frame. Yeah, God. You know what I'm saying? This might be the transition. I want that water, Dad. Yeah. So, yeah. I want that water. So, you know. I want that water. Come on, we don't, she want to come on. I want that water. Come on, water. Come on yeah. now. Come on on the show, man. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, matter of fact, since we got Tia here, we're going to let Tia come on the show, too, and talk about something that's near and dear to all of us that we, yeah. that we working on, but we can come yeah. in. Come on, come on around. Come on around. Mm-hmm. All right. Everybody, welcome Miss Tia Bell. And the, say hey to the camera. Say hey. Hey, Bing. Hey. Say, what's your name? No, what's your name? What's say your, your name. name. Say my name is. What's Sage. Your name? Sage. Oh yeah. Hey Sage. You know who I am. Okay. Okay. What's that? <laughs> that? That's my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that's, my, yeah, that's my lip. Oh yeah. He <laughs> that's his name. His name lip. He, he cut glasses. He cut his lips off. <laughs> it's my beard. Beard coming back. Everybody, y'all see the it's beard coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Everything, my face is back. I'm back to normal. That's the fat under my skin. Jake said that thing is 60% low. It's almost It's almost done. It'd be complete by Thursday. I say 45. But yeah, man, we're going to welcome Miss Tia Bell. She's going to come in and talk about the Trigger Project. Well, before we get to the Trigger Project, man, tell them. Tell them who you really are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell about yourself, tell, man. Tell, 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 tell them who you, you are. You did something that's unprecedented. Jay, tell folks who you what are. they talking about? <laughs> I'm a mommy. I gave birth. That's a. We gonna talk about it. Be, no, before that. Before that. Before that. What? Um, what? What? What put Tia Bell into the spotlight? I overcame with a basketball. Um, started hooping when I was like. 
five. My aunt got me a Fisher Price Corp. It was in the house for Christmas. With the orange um, ball. With the orange ball. Then probably five years later, no lie, I tied the joint. I was real creative when I was younger. Tied the joint to our back porch rail <laughs> and made a court in uh, probably up like seven feet um, and started shooting. And then I got a real ball. The ball started breaking the rim. Mm -hmm. So the next Christmas, my mother got me a court. I was the only one in the neighborhood with a court. So you ask who I am. I'm a product yes. of my mother, Grind. Mm -hmm. um, fast forward, I, go to, I went to Clark Elementary. I'm an uptown baby. My name is Mom. Uptown. Uptown. Yeah, Uptown baby. So I was going to Clark, and my track coach, um, I don't know if I told you this, my track coach um, bought two courts, some duct tape, and made us turn our cafeteria into a basketball court. So we went from having like pennies to a month later having some little fake jerseys. Um, I had my Madden shirt underneath the jersey. My mother mm -hmm. rushed new shoes to the game for me. Mm -hmm. um, the, the, the school would be six to four <laughs> in the fifth grade. And um, from there, she started to see like what it did for me. And I think she saw it was a release. So she had me at 16. So when I was 10, wow. I was already 30 by life experience. So wow. she was seeing what basketball did for me, how it healed me and just allowed me to not be angry. So that's what I'm saying, at 16, though, at 16, like, like what, what was that, like, your mother, at, like, 16 having a kid, mm -hmm. like, that's, how did that affect you, like, you know what I mean? I just grew up fast. Yeah. Um, I lived through her trauma and her experiences and her rise, and it just made me who I am today. It's like nothing I would change about my life. I was the first to finish high school college, get my master's in youth development, and it's beautiful because God allowed psychologists and scientists and theorists to create a science to my life. So mm -hmm. all I did was learn that youth development is the bridge between childhood and adulthood. And a lot of our bridges are fragile mm -hmm. because of that childhood. So mm -hmm. I say I'm a mommy first. Sometimes I forget I was a hooper, but um, I'm a mommy first because my love for her, even being two, yes. is going to transcend when she's 32, 52. That's a fact. Um, and stop triggers from being pulled then, when I'm gone. That's a fact. So, Just for the love you got her. Yes. That's but true. I'm an overcomer. The ball saved my life, um, brought me to God, brought me to my boyfriend, her father, um, allowed my family to always make me go for my, strive for my potential. So I always have held myself to a different standard. So when we grind, you know, y'all see that perfectionist in me and, yeah. um, no, hold up, attention you skipped still. over a very important piece. What's that? Knee surgeries? My no, mother getting you, shot? No, you know, well, that too, but <laughs> the, the determination you had with basketball made you oh. the best player in the, in, in the, the city. In the city, yeah. I thought, did you want to play? You play on play in the city? I was Gatorade player the year twice in DC. Yeah, I got Gatorade with my name on. See, yeah. mm. that's 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 a real mm. thing. <laughs> Two time player, mm, nigga. 
Shut up. Do that play. Y'all little niggas in the gym shooting threes. Nah, Look at she got Gatorade. You average in the house. A gym rat. I don't even know my averages. But the highest I scored, I had 52. And I had 52 on the Damn, game. she dropped 52. Yeah. Who you dropped 52 on? Yeah, on M.M. Washington, which is... Oh, uh, shit. I know. <laughs> I know. Like, um, we, like, just stealing the ball, laying it up right on my court. But, um... So, how that trans... So, okay, so... Like I said, I was angry. So, I yeah, just had something with to anger. Put, Yeah, I had something to just put it in. And it's funny because, although I was angry, I was gentle. Cause I was still a baby, like I, I was, I had a grown complex to me, a mature, reserved, poised complex to me. But mm-hmm. I was still very much a baby and doubtful. I didn't talk a lot because my voice, I thought it was deep. Mm-hmm. Um, so confidence and stuff like that, like was something that developed later for me. So, so was, I was that? Great. So that's what I'm saying. Was was that? Was was did your did your confidence just come out of the court? Yeah, only. 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 Do you think like over time the more confidence you gain you gain on the court coincided with the more confidence you gained off the court? As a grown woman, as yes. Woman. Um mm. as a teenager, young woman, no. I was just hesitant with everything. But you know, we grow up just in hesitation and um pressure, anxiety. Just being aware of your surroundings, so I was always. Yeah, you know what? And I was just like that, and my teammates noticed it. I didn't notice it today. I was I was sitting outside waiting for y'all um, to text me back, and I'm just watching people walk by. Everybody doing this. Look, y'all did it too. Yeah, y'all did it. But too. you know what? I was just <laughs> we 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 are, and I was when we was talking with uh, Helena the other day here. Yeah. I'm thinking about like, yo, we really. We really made our genius. We really put our genius, like we subsided that shit to survive for yeah. real. Everybody said that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it is. Common. The guys that cooked. Yeah. Me, everybody said yo, cause cause we come from where the earth. We come from being smart wasn't cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had to have something. You, you, you know what I'm saying? So you know. We suppress that. So even even beyond that, you had to learn. You even let's say you were smart, like intelligent. And you, I ain't even really talking about book smart, but you, you know, what I'm talking about quick, like intelligence. Like you process information quick. You know how to find information. You kind of gotta like put what you going to school to learn to the side because you gotta learn the streets so you can survive. Yes. So it's like you might be going to school and you might be getting good grades and your grades start slipping because you hanging out but low key that hanging out is just you like learning where you got your your territory because you got to move back and forth through that. So you got to understand that if these niggas it gonna be right here. They don't fuck with you know people up here or they don't mess with people up here. Do I gotta watch myself or do I gotta you know get this or you know do I gotta watch? It's too much you gotta learn and. It's, it's like, too much you gotta think about. Yeah, like, that's how I yeah. do. I think even now my thoughts are loud. Like I'm yeah. thinking constantly. Right. Um, it's beautiful to have a platform to talk oh, about this and oh, everything yeah. that we're doing is because I never get to uh, other than when we're meeting like voices. Right. And I'm always internalizing it, so it's beautiful to put it on a platform, a platform of men. Yeah. I was just listening to y'all. Um, uh, slicing apples for being and <laughs> y'all are so poised and do this shit naturally and um, that's a blessing yeah. and then I get to come 
and voice that from a woman's a woman's perspective. Absolutely, and, absolutely. You know, so, okay, so that's college. college. You went to NC. NC State. Miss Yow, right? Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. Stayed, She came to your house? She came to the house. That's big, bro. Wolfpack. Yeah. Funny story, funny story, though. See what it is? I was real Word. embarrassed. I was real embarrassed for her to come to my house, so I called my grandma. Word? We got had roaches, mice. Wow. Uh, your feet be black if you step on the floor for wow. two seconds. Oh, it was just an old, you know, house <laughs> with a lot of love, a yeah. real house. Um, overpopulated, people on the couch, in the basement, on the attic, all the rooms. Yeah. Um, you don't never know who going to be in the house who you come be home in from the school. House, <laughs> but the crazy part about it is, like, we, when we understand, like, that coaches have seen stuff like that before, we yes. still be ashamed to let them yeah. see that. Like... You got to think, like Jimmy Johnson going to all them homes in Miami in the yes. 90s. Yes. Imagine him going to Lil Haiti in the yes. 90s and stuff like that, him stepping foot. Like, he had yes. to walk into that. And here it is, 20, you know, you still got kids now that's just afraid and and, nerd and scared uh, to let a coach a come truth. into their house. Yeah, it's the truth. truth. Yeah. Yeah. They'll meet him at a hotel. They'll meet him in so many places. And it's just like... Nah, man, this coach has seen that. He know what you're coming yeah, from. Yeah. It, honestly, so if I you wasn't coming from that, he probably wouldn't, wouldn't be there. Right, right. But I had a whole bunch of like pioneers of the women's game like come up HD too, oh, and yeah. that was special. So, um, starting my junior year at HD, um, we started winning in the beginning of the season, which was like. My Gilbert Arenas year, my Hibachi uh, year, make up everything, everything, everything um, on the menu. Made my name for myself, all Matt, all American, all that. So, um, tell them who came to see you. Tell them who came. Uh, you said you said some pioneers in women's yeah. basketball. Yeah. Let the people know the pioneers. Okay, okay. Vivian Stringer, yeah, Brenda Freeze, Powerhouse. I, they won my Damn, Brenda Freeze, I forgot about Shorty, yeah. man. Shorty like Kathy and me. And what was beautiful, though, the legacy after that, so I went off to college, but my little sister played, and, and my sisters by the game, you know, yeah. got exposure. So we had babies that went to Kentucky, um, Liberty. That's yeah, flat. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We made, it was a program. We created a system. That's why I know we could break the system. Mm-hmm. My coach with Say it again. <laughs> we created a system at HD Wilson Senior High School, Tower of Power. That's a fact. <laughs> okay, regardless of the environment, Tower regardless of the beat, a block away, it was a system, um, a program, consistency, foundation. Yeah. And um, just a young man that believed in us. And that's just uh, my testimony. That's all it takes, bro. Support. Somebody to believe in. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. That's all. That's all. That's so all you know, wants to see. Y'all talked a little bit about like how people, you know, normalize the bad. I don't even want to call it the bad things. Just the the, the normal, usual things we do. So whether it's robbing somebody, smoking something, drinking something, hitting somebody. Um, mm-hmm. When I was coming up, they didn't let me do. Or participate in nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I could not. I couldn't get my hands dirty for no. Nobody at every age in my life mm-hmm. allowed me to, like, in their eyes, mess up my future. Mm-hmm. They seen. They so seen. I was protected. So I walked like I've literally. And that was that was something that we had during that time, though. Yeah. It was a lot of you times know. when you the community saw like. 
Because you have to think, on one, point, on one point in time, like, you was the community money maker. Like, yeah. because if you had a game, I'm, I got a bet going. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I need you to be out there so I can win my money. I so I don't need you. Yeah. I, I got shoot, you get 30, shorty. Yeah. Yeah, I got these shoes for you. Because, <laughs> because I got, I got eight. So I, I got 25. Thinking, yeah. Who was, uh, what's his rival? Amen, Yeah, okay, so anytime you playing in a row, somebody got 2500 on the game. Yeah, nah, for real. Easy. Coolidge, the, the championship games are Coolidge. When Legend. we play at the MC, what, what the hell is it now?
I could have no boobs. <laughs> you know, I could be me. I was a little lanky ass little nigga. So, um, it was like hard. So I could be that with him. And um, he knew I wasn't gay. Like I could still play live with him. Like it was just. I was me. I yeah, was T. Right, yeah. So again, it was a gap in our relationship a little bit because he went through a lot of stuff too. My grandmother, I think, had a drug addiction. Mm -hmm. um, she died at 52. Wow. And that crushed my mother and my uncles. Um, so they ended up living with their teacher. It was another story that we'll get to about support. But mm -hmm. um, he graduated from Suitland, ended up moving out Merlin, um, was still around for DA hustling and whatever. Um, had a baby girl, my little cousin, Denia. And um, because when that happened, my mother and him just became like freaking fried. Probably still moving weight, moving whatever they was doing. But we had we was back from struggling because my mother had stopped selling drugs. So we ended the struggle and was back to family, wholesome, good times, car rides. Like I had a car. Like it was my senior year. I'm in the newspaper. All that just just good. Like then March 17 come. He just gave me some money for my prom dress. And um, a 19 year old took his life. Mm. And I, I don't like to use the word senseless or coward. And I'm going to say this again. Mm. I don't like to use the word senseless or coward when we talk about gun violence in our community. Right. It might be a coward that shoot up at elementary school, or it yeah. might be a hurt individual that shoot up at elementary school. Yeah. But here it is a misunderstanding, it's a, it's a normality. And it's a stigma. It's a stigma to talking about it. Yeah. Like I work right now. I'm a high school counselor, and I got youngest that's losing their friends. And I told them, like, by the time I lost my uncle, I lost over 40 people to gun violence when I was 17. And yeah, I feel like if he had support that we provide, like the real, honest, genuine, true, it's not pain. It's passion. Like we not gonna shoot anything at you or judge you. Um, we gonna choose compassion with you. Mm -hmm. um, if somebody was loving him and giving him and rubbing on him with that, I really think even though it was this person I had the dog, cause I could I, I knew from Rock Creek and my friends just cause I was here, but I could ask on the streets. It was the first night having the dog, and um, he pulled the trigger over something very small, but something very small on top of a lot of shit. Mm -hmm will make you do something like that. That's a fact. Because, I mean, so, it's, it's steps to lead up to you. It's steps to lead up to, to that. To getting to the point of, I'm going to buy a gun. Yeah. I mean, you feel at the point of, I mean, some, most people. You that's either, how you speak. That's, yeah. That's like, how you speak. my mother it's used to always tell Because, I mean, like, for me, like, I'm not, I've never been the type of person to write a whole lot of stuff. I'm not really a good writer. Mm -hmm. um, I've always been the type of person that I could talk, though. And my mom was always, like, continue to be there. Because it's either when it comes down to time to your thoughts and your emotions, either you gonna write them out or you gonna act them out mm -hmm. or whatnot, mm -hmm. or, or you gonna talk them out. Mm -hmm. So it's always good to either write, have somebody you can talk to, because the, uh, the, the acting of it, you know, like Can't you, take you, it you hear that person, you hear somebody say like somebody got mad and this and that, and they and they they going at it, but then they run to you and you talk for a good ten minutes, and then it's just like all right, cool, I'm calm down. Mm -hmm. Remember what we talked about yesterday, with the other day when we went out to lunch, about what's happening now in, in, with these youngs is that they are at war. With themselves? With themselves. First. With themselves first. And then and, and war with their environment. Mm -hmm. So even if you're friend or foe, mm -hmm. they're going to swing 
chop your head off and then they worry about because they because their main thing heads. and the reason why they're at war with themselves is because they're so afraid of what somebody thinks about absolutely them. especially that's in the, the day especially in this yeah. and they fight they fighting to connect with the image that's picture, that they think they're supposed to replicate like like we was just saying in the, like we was just saying in the car like we didn't have like when we was coming up our friends was out in there we learned we that's that's what that's what this hundred this what this wolves thing is about. Mm-hmm. This is about a pack. Yes, eight. and we and we 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 learn and we protect and we eat from one another. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? This is a we share. We share. We it, it, niggas not sharing nowadays. Mm-hmm. That it's no because it's frowned upon. Yeah, a nigga can eat, a nigga and, eat in front of you and, and not people, share something. People gotta understand how why why this the structure was. No one likes America, but you gotta keep it hundred. The structure they put in place, no matter what evil they did, keeping in place, like it was working for a long time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some of the some of the basic rules and principles that was put in that structure that they put in the Constitution, some of those were to save people from people. Now ain't nobody saving people from people. Bro, that's now they saying you can literally be what you can't be who you want to be. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not that's not healthy in my opinion because. You might at, at eighteen who you want to be is going to be different than who you want to be at thirty eight. Mm-hmm. It's going to be different who you want to be at twenty eight. Mm-hmm. But if you make a life change decision at eighteen, my nigga, that's it. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So it's when kids are exposed to certain images and they constantly seeing them and they saying you got to be this and like like what you said to you about you thought you could be a selfie. Nobody, your, uh, your cousin, your uncle wasn't uh, calling you gay and stuff like that. He is like. We force kids into boxes. You're this, so you have to be this. Mm-hmm. You have to be this. Express yourself and identity, but you have to be this type of person right. when you do it. So right. that's part of that messages. war. Yeah, that's part yeah. of that they war. They war because their leaders, their generals are failing them too. And they're so. not really, they're not being 100%. Like, the whole point, it always sticks with me because when you talk, told my students over the summer, like, find your superpower. Like, that's one of the things I continuously preach because mm-hmm. if you find your superpower, then... That allows you to also try things. Yes. Because you know, like, I can always go back, back and do this. Back. Exactly. I can also, exactly. that, that makes me think that, you know, I can take a little more risk. I can maybe go to college and major in this right hand. If it all don't work out, I can go back and cut hair. Right. Yeah. That type of thing. Absolutely. Um, and so, because I got a friend like that, played high school football together. He went to Grambling. And I mean, he's been cut. Well, before I got to this, but I mean, he's cut my hair since we was like the seventh grade, all the way through high school. And everybody was looking at him like, why are you going to Grambling? Like, why are you going going to school, man? Like, we know you're going to cut hair. And it was just on the point of like, I got a football scholarship. Like, I'm going to be able to go somewhere for free, see something. And this Grambling, so I'm going to play a national schedule. I'm going to go all over the place. Like, I know I'm going to cut hair, but I can always go back to that. And a lot of cats, a lot of kids don't get to the point where they find out, like you said, who they are, what they can do. To where, okay, now I know I can do this. I know a young lady, hey, I know I can, I can do hair, I can do nails. But you know what? I might want to be a nurse. Yeah. I can go off and try nursing, and then if I don't like working 12 hours a day, delivering babies, poking people with needles, I can always be like, you know what, man? I'm about to do this hair that I'm already doing on the side, because when I ain't nursing, somebody in my kitchen, and I'm doing their hair, I'm putting their weave together, so I'm still doing my thing. Yeah. Now, let me just go ahead and do it for real. Yeah. But it's important that somebody who they adore or respect is validating them. Mm-hmm. And 
now youngins are getting mixed messages. So from society or America, you hearing no debt, you know, and then from home, there's not really a conversational dialogue about educational pursuing just self-worth and self-knowledge. Um, because I worked at NC State and admissions got angry because I realized the college admissions process was a system. Young, yeah, it was a uh, setup. <laughs> um, it didn't belong to us. What's so I left, went to a college access program, and realized like the first part of college prep in anyone's life is just the conversations about it. <laughs> so when you go to good counsel, everybody's talking about it every day. But if you go to HD, everybody's only talking about it because they seen a coach come for tears last mm -hmm. week. Oh, yeah. So that, that just that dialogue, putting those words in your universe, making it come to fruition, all starts and stems from support. Mm -hmm. So, again, you asked about why you think my uncle was killed. I think he was killed because of lack of support. I think he was killed, not maybe with his parents, but the lack of parenting engagement, acknowledgement from people who have created you, created us, is absent. Yeah, they no, there is no compassion. That's the soul. That is my internal vision of Trigger Project. You know, on the internet, oh, you know, on Instagram. So let's talk about that. We gotta, that. you know, word it differently, but. Project. Did you, what did you say that? Project. Project. Tell somebody, 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 she got shot twice um, by some girls, which I just found out um, maybe a year ago. I was planning youth day. She got shot in the daytime. So, you know, I think gun violence is worse now, but really it, it's worse because I'm aware of it. But it's really still just been a consistent um, hurtful act in our community or a hurtful gesture of communication in our community. So um, she got shot, and I remember being young and thinking, like, Damn, why did they do that? Because I remember twice they came by for a drive-by, and I remember seeing their nails come out the window with the gun, with a bandana, and like, shoot. And I remember like running under a car. And um, that was traumatizing, but I got back up, went to school, went to the court, did regular, you know, mm -hmm. like it was nothing because it was normal. Um, but I do remember when my mom got shot, me questioning, like, why would they want to do that to her? And me not getting mad and wanting to pull the trigger, but me wanting to go to them and like hug them and show them her daughter and her pain so that they could feel it. Because I thought that in that feeling, um, transformation and healing could evolve for them. And I was thinking that at 10. So then when I thought it again for my uncle, um, the guy who killed my uncle, um, took my uncle's life. I wanted to write him and I wanted to just see if he was okay and if he wasn't lonely and you know it was always this um, so they did compassion. Catch yeah, that yeah, unlike a lot of my friends' murders, his was solved and, mm -hmm. the, and the guy was nineteen. Mm -hmm. um, but the trigger project came as a result of my life. I thought it was, you know, recent things of like a violence interrupter being killed in the community, mm -hmm. that's shaking me, a young lady being killed, that's shaking me. Um, my mother's block being shot at 45 times, three minutes before we pulled up, that shaking me. Mm -hmm. um, 2019 being the worst year of murders in a decade, a lot of just 
things that were falling into place, I think because God, my higher, my higher faith was just put me in that motivation, that go mode to say, like, share with the world compassion and love can end something that's destroying us. That's a fact. So that is just a product of it. It's a product of us. Um, you know, I was doing some verbiage for the website, and I'm like, hundreds of murders affected, you know, the visionaries of this project. project. I went back and deleted it, and it was like, thousands of murder, mm-hmm. you know, because, yeah. like, yeah. In the black community, you know somebody. Especially here in DC, because every, every it's only ten square miles. It's so, ten so square everybody miles. knows somebody, somebody. You know what I'm yes. saying? So it's a very small community. Yes. So it's so to have so many, so many violent acts happen mm-hmm. in such a small. Well, I was looking at. Huh? Consistently. Yeah. Consistently. I was looking at I was looking at Booby Joe the other day. It was seven hundred murders in ninety two in seven hundred. Do you know how many times I bought a lot of you know how many times I came I home? Say, do you really think like now is real life more murders like than us When we would have murdered the capital. I, I, I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna say like more murders, but is it more like treachery? coming up? I'm gonna say like real I feel like it's safer now. I'm gonna say in them 98, 99 through like 2000 and like I, I saw a dude get smoked. No bullshit. A dude put no, I'm sorry. Dude put a sawed off out of brown paper bag. My mother friends came up here from B Moon, right? They my mother into the church. So they church folk. My mother walked up to the block. Dude pulled the pump out the brown paper bag. Dude pulled the pump out the brown paper bag. Everybody outside, me, my brothers and sisters, I probably was like nine, eight or nine. It was kids down the street. It was kids next door. Chased this boy down the street. Do 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 do. Dumped mm. off on him. Mm. We just like you just you don't even know how to be frozen. You like you just looking like you trying to make sense of like what is this? What is happening? Go in the house and you see on TV war in Kosovo. They shooting at each other and all that. Yeah. Like damn, that's like down the street. Damn you know what I'm saying? Street. But it's like now I feel like we see all the murders in Southeast because that's where they put everybody. Like, you got a lot of people from where I grew up that's on this side now. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people that's from uptown that's on this side. Everybody, you look them, you trying to stay in DC, or you look at what's affordable, first place you're gonna come. You're gonna come northeast, east of, uh, south of Minnesota Avenue, you're gonna come to the south side. Like you going that's where you're gonna come. Yeah. And I think everybody being squeezed together and everybody being locked up, because a lot of dudes I grew up with locked up, our old heads dead and locked up. Yeah. People older than us Gone. still in jail, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's the streets not even the streets, if you think about the old hood. Bro, you can say you get. Let's say you got locked up in 2006. You get out 2014. You don't even know this your block. It's not your block. It's a whole. You got white folks. It's a whole level neighborhood. They don't even call it what you used to call them or something else. But y'all still hanging right there. They need to sponsor the Trigger Project. Wow. Stop Trigger bucks. stands for True Reasons I Grabbed the Gun Evolved from Risk. And we talked about all these different facets. So we got gentrification. We got low emotional connection to our parents and our family. We got a lack of community. We got a hurt village. We got a hurt, oh, village, hurt village hurting the babies. And the Trigger Project is different. Um, it's different, but it's the same. It's the same because it needs to involve everybody. Mm-hmm. From every level of walk of life, but it's different because we can focus on the problem longer than we start talking about the solutions. I've noticed just being home 
or if you sure you can't you can't you can't you cannot, you can't get to solutions unless you diagnose the problem. And, and that's, the, that's the problem because we like in my school, problem. in my this is the, the part that I fight in my school all the time is we, for one, we don't make solutions, but we want to know what the problem is. Yes. And mm-hmm. realistically, can't either, huh? Can't dwell on the problem. Either, you can't dwell on the problem, but even before you. It, it's, it's dwelling on the problem if you don't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Right, if you right. let it remain a problem, we can't just sit on the problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the problem, like I ain't gonna say it been, but like we we we, we know the problem. See the, diff- the, the difference yeah. is we've been waiting for something to happen. Yeah, and and that's why I'm saying we can't dwell. It's a difference between being patient and waiting. Yeah, when mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you. When, when you're patient, you're working yeah. towards yeah. something. Yeah. When you're waiting, you just dwelling. waiting. You just dwelling, like you yeah. said. Just we're not doing that. Yeah. We have we're going to have patience with this. Yes, it's time. But it's but the work is being done. Yes. Can't do that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't do that. Faith without works is dead, man. Yeah. It's a fact. Yeah. It's dead. Yeah. So you gotta you you gotta work through something. You can't just you can't just say okay, this is the problem. And then just continue to move on, and that problem's still there. That problem's gonna always be there. I mean, yeah, yeah, the foundation, too. huh? Like we gotta work for us. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like we yeah. the only people that's gonna listen to us. Yes, it's a fact. I don't. Uh, but see, that I don't know time. because we in a weird duality where it is. But I don't care. Like, like, the I bad thing about the black ain't no. Like don't nobody listen to black man. Make it just like say that again. don't nobody don't nobody listen to black man. Period. That's like, what I'm saying. We'll that's what I'm saying. Who gonna listen to black man? Another young black man. Yeah, I promise you. That's why I said that's, what, that's I, what you yeah, say. That's what we I don't care. Right. Nobody say a young, uh, whether well, a black man will listen to a black man. Yeah. Yeah. Right. As long as that's it, by the only person. No issue. <laughs> no. Nah. It's up to that's whoever the issue is. That's why. That's but, why. That's why we working with kids that have yeah. that kind of influence. Yeah. I want the yeah. ones that had that bad influence because. Influence yeah, is influence. It is. It is. That's why I said. If you can change, a black man. Right. Black. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. If you can change his direction and get them to influence something, you just got manipulated. Yeah, that's it. You're influencing. That's a lot of our. I even said a lot of our so-called mentors are mentoring with the camera on, and so what happens? Ooh. Hold on. camera being on is the mentor. Oh. So as you continue to evolve as a mentor with this mentee and you can't separate from the time you actually got to do some work and turn that camera off, the mentee is going to start to know that. Mm-hmm. And that's where he's going to lose focus and understand like, hey man, what are you really in it for? Like, I'm like, uh, I, I say it all the time, our kids are screaming out yes. big time. Yeah, our kids sure. are screaming out big time. And we put, especially in the school system, they put they so scared, many kids on They scared. Yeah, the school system is scared. They're scared to even listen to their screams. And so realistically, because like, they don't have no solutions. That's the point. But no, 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 no. The they don't want the solutions. The solution will make them lose money. Listen to the baby. Listen to them. <laughs> but they don't. But they don't want to make any. Solutions. They just want to continue to check boxes. You know why? You know why they don't want to listen? Because when you when you have to take accountability. 
Yeah. Or you gotta do some work. You gotta do some work too. You gotta take accountability. You gotta do some work. I had a pastor tell me with knowledge comes responsibility. Absolutely. And I've always in my whole life heard knowledge is power, but that's how it equates to power. Yes. When you take ownership mm -hmm. that's a fact. of the knowledge, of the intelligence. That's a fact. As you would like to say. That's but, a fact. Um, the trigger project, as you speak on that, Missy, is going to do the work for us because we're going to put the youngins in the front of, the, of, of everything. Absolutely. It's going to be youngins finishing the script. It's going to be youngins in the production room. It's young. It's a youngin who was born and built for this role. That's a mm -hmm. fact. His name is Drip Brown. And you His name is Darius. Darius. His name is Darius Drip Brown. Well, we got, we got, hold on, we got, we got government out there so they can know. That, go, that government, government, real quick. Um, no, y'all sure niggas who know y'all seen. I kid you not, guys. Y'all have seen it. Y'all will see it. World um, was born like a bird to fly, but built like a plane to fly. And he's about to take this world, this message, this cause. This movement um, worldwide. Yeah, we we just gotta we just gotta get him. You know, we gotta you know he 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 living that life. He's running. You know, and, and I think this project screaming. is gonna force people to be honest about what the real situation is. Cause y'all just said it like we gotta fix our own solution. Like we, how many times we done been chilling on the block back in the day and we heard somebody got shot. And you, before anybody else say anything, you already know who did it. Yeah. And it's like, you can, at that moment, you know the person, so you like, you can even intervene, intervene and talk to the person, or you can intervene and be part of the shit, or you can just stay out the way, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, but that's, we know who's doing this. And it's like, a lot can of times, it's just, that? it's just yeah. like, um, love. Go ahead. I've had some realizations while doing research for this project, so... Again, like I said, going to college and getting my master's, it only gave me the language to speak it because my life gave me the knowledge um, and the experience. I lived it, I felt it. So you couldn't, you couldn't tell, a book couldn't tell me how to support a young. Um, it's love, but it gave me jargon to write the proposals and shit like that. So it was important. But in this, in doing research for the Trigger Project, I discovered how numb I really am. Like I just said, my mother block was shot up 45 times the other day, two weeks ago. I had my boyfriend with me, my, my baby with me. We was going to get everybody hair done. Um, I walked up to the caution tape, ready, with her in my hand, just ready to go under it, go right in the house. Police like, oh, whoa, oh, oh, whoa, oh, oh, whoa, man. Like, I said, I'm just, I'm trying to get home. Um, mm -hmm. And Mike was like, babe, slow down, like relax. And I'm like, what? Like, this is not my first crime scene I've been yeah, in. And normally you can just do walk like that. But I didn't realize how severe the crime scene was. We yeah. thought for five shots. And I get the notifications to my phone. Yeah. So I knew it was a shooting. And I'm like, no, nah, babe, it's on 37th Place, not 37th Street. Like, my mother, the Cosby's of the block. Like, we good. Yeah. Get there, young. Her car shot twice. My baby car seat in my mother's car. Mm. So I get there and doing this research because again, all I do is think about it. So in the car, I'm reading, doing whatever while we going to my brother's house. I realized how I approach that tape is normal. I realize again, that ain't even stop. It ain't stopping. But we hear gunshots. I don't call the police, and I call myself a gun violence prevention advocate. I don't need. But I, it was normal. Two crazy realizations for me that it was too. Normal. And I thought I was sensitive to it, mm -hmm. but I'm more desensitized than I, you know, I'm a counselor. I'm aware of myself more than 
half the world. I feel like your ability to do that will save your life and somebody else's life one day, though. Because some people get caught up and they can't function. You know what I'm saying? Like, function. So your ability to just bypass and just say, look, I'm trying to get home. Yeah. Like, healing was like a practice for me, though. I just practice, 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 practice being positive. Quotes, quotes, on quotes, on quotes. You gotta do that, though. And I just trained, like an animal, trained myself to, like, feel. So now when I see a younger, I would never let them walk past me without acknowledging them. Right. I would right. never let something that they're walking to, like a, a stick or a guy or a bike, acknowledge them. That's the cure. Yeah. The cure yeah, is I that it's mad at acknowledgement these days. You mad like, because I speak to people. Like, yeah. That that art is lost too. Yeah. 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 Especially even with it. Even, yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. Like my girl, she from Houston, so she come up here, she like, yeah. And I be like, look, I'm trying to tell you like, look, I'm trying to, but that, that shit not right. No, just on a daily basis, acknowledgement, yeah. like that shit is thrown off. But that's the kind of like how I told you the other day, it's like when we started. Like people look at you crazy for saying, what's up? Like, yeah. how you doing? How we was on our way here the other day. And Youngie was walking down the street and I was just like, man, okay. The youngest don't even walk down the street and smile. Compared to like, remember we were out when we saw a buddy out towards Bowie. Yeah. He walked across the street, he was smiling, yeah, talking yeah. this and that. And then you come down here and you see a young kid. By your point. A young kid that's just walking down the street and he has like no sense of smile yeah. or nothing. And it's like, we got to bring everybody away from something. It's not. Like it's not. Said. It's not. But the thing about this though, it can be. And here, the thing about this though, it's not. The first time you smile, you're gonna find something to be because you found something to yeah, smile about. Yeah, yeah. So you have to find the things down here to smile about that's down here, and then, like you said, it becomes contagious. So vicious. So I'll be in the little market on Bennett, Bennett Road. So you know, I know the little man, Eastern dude running yeah, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so basically, we come in that jump. Me, I come in there, and of course. Couple of young brothers coming in. They look like me. They younger. They dread it. You know what I'm saying? They young. They got their hood on the shit. Man, dude, Jake know the little 24 hour jump. They got the whole bulletproof booth. Mm-hmm. Man, bro went to the, the door and locked the door immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh, oh. That's my way. This down the street. Yeah. 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 This spot down the street. Yeah. You gotta ask the lady to walk in the store. Yeah. I, I ain't gonna even lie. That shit right there. That shit entice a, I ain't gonna say entice a, a youngin', but it make a youngin' mad or it make me, it make me, it make me, it make me, me like, it make me want, I ain't gonna say make me, but that makes me I can be young with you my man before, yes. we'd we all be young. When certain, when you play to the stereotype, it's like, I'm gonna show you, man. Yeah, I'm gonna show you. Okay. Like, okay. That's how you show feel about me? Like, fine. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? That's a What's fact. Up, Part of the movement is starting when we young. The big picture of this is us having like prenatal trigger project functions where pregnant mothers are showing up and we telling them just positive affirmations. Yeah, to bring that into somebody the rubbing energy. their shoulders, yeah. like just because stress, epigenic, like stress is is transmitted. That's a fact. Anger is transmitted. Hurt That's is right. transmitted. The babies are coming out already with no chance of loving their life because I loved what I was given and I didn't know it again until I got to grad school that it was me having an internal locus of control Mm -hmm. so I saw everything as 
me having control over my fate and not the, not externally them controlling what was going to happen to me. So I would smile if I had 15 of my mother friends' kids walking up to the playground because, I mean, I got a lot of responsibility and I'm 11, but they smiling and laughing and somebody just tripped up <laughs> and, you know, hurt themselves, bust their head or whatever. But I, I, I didn't know I was really gifted um, and born with just small um, skills. That, yeah. that allow me to navigate, and if some of some of it was it was being kind, so like if the store owner knew I was stealing, I would be remorseful. I would apologize. I, you know, my other friends would curse them out and trash mm -hmm. the shit, but I stayed and clean it up. You know, it was yeah. just those little things still that allow me to maneuver, and um, it, it just has Emotional been my Emotional intelligence, yeah. Very yeah. My grandmother said every day they'll be brave, be strong, be sweet, be smart. Yeah, be and sweet. That's, that's, be, be sweet. sweet. That's the truth. A heart of honey. Uh -huh. said, yeah, it's sweet. So, I ask a question because it's right on what I want to ask. All right. I'm listening to Ted talk. So, my question is even in listening to you talk, we were talking about um, being smart. Yeah. That's like, I remember coming to being smart. It was like, it wasn't cool. Right? No, hell no. So, I ain't trying to generalize nothing, but it just, from what I, from what it sounds like, how do we insert comfort into our community? That's what it sounds like we need. Probably right? insert comfort. comfort. Yeah. So oh I'm listening, like I said, I'm listening to everybody talking, especially listening to Tiz talk. Sound like a lot of people need a lot of comfort. Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. The people gravitate to me the way, that. The way you have to do it is because you sound like that's what we need and let like, black people. How to be a comfort. Sucker, what is this? My mother and this she used to scare me because like when you were a kid and you see the nigga that's gangsters, you like. Man, I ain't trying to mess with them, you know what I'm saying? They be yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my mother would take cool us over there with them and hug them and touch them and hold their hand yeah. and talk to them like, listen, uh, y'all want to come to church, this and that and that, but sometimes, woo, woo, woo. And look, they never, they listen. Yeah. They never, you know what I'm saying? Someone used to come to the house. One, I remember one time when I'm knocking the door, it was like, uh, what's up, what's up, uh, y'all mother home? Oh, they even used to talk to us when we were praying. It's like, nigga, yeah. no. But they need that, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. My mother rolled on the block. Especially she like she was like she was showing love to everybody and some kids you can see how it affected. My man to this day, you know what I'm saying? We still cool. My mother looked out for him like I remember when we see, we was like little ass kids, mother looked out. He couldn't read, he was you no know, going through stuff. My mother took a man tutoring, listen okay. to his grandmother talking. Took a man, tutor him, you know what I'm saying? Feed him while he in the house. He get to play with us. We go outside, we hang out together, we yes. got cool or whatever. But uh, that's something she did with a whole bunch of kids. But the the couple of dudes I know that was out here murdering, man, everybody was giving them no love. They were smoking cigarettes at nine, yeah. and out here watching yeah. the dog fights and all of that shit. Like, they, they wouldn't get no love. But, they that, just, but see, that's also the thing on the point. Like, take for instance, uh, I, I said uh, here all the time when you talk about um, homeowners and rentals. Right. Mm -hmm. So overall, um, the village ain't there because the village don't own the house. Yeah. You know. So you had like your mother was there because she owned the house, so she knew she knew him, she knew him, she knew her, Facts. and everybody knew them on the block Facts. because they've been there twenty, thirty years. Yeah. So now you got a cat that I mean, a house don't even stay up for thirty years no more. Now you're right. They'll build a house. Somebody coming by the block, a building to go up. So now I got now, and, and somebody was talking about this on on television the other day. And they was like, "It's crazy how 
the, in, in some of these big, big cities. When a new person moves. Yeah, they'll, they'll take these you know big cities and they'll take a, a 2,500 square foot house that only had piping, yes. only had for 2,500 square feet. Yeah. And now you got a, a hundred person building and, and you got to tear all of this shit up. And so Oops. that's when you get to the rental and the home ownership part. The village is gone because everybody's now living in condos. Yeah. So now instead of me sitting on my front porch, going out front, yeah. cutting my grass, I'm going up. Like now I'm, I'm way up. You never see me. Balcony this big. Yeah. You never see me. Or we never like houses don't have front porches no more. So now I pull into my garage. And I I, I know who my neighbor is by face, but I don't know my neighbor's name. So I mean, now I'm in. Like you sit on your back there. I don't want to be too nostalgic, but like I said, like now the grandmother was an important part. Like at least. Two to three of my neighbors' groceries in because I knew the family. Yeah. That's just on, on, yeah. on GP. You don't yeah. know the family no more. Yeah. General purpose. Yeah. Now, these folks don't even know my how to do My grandma was going to tell me, you better be outside to get Miss Robinson. That's a fact. Hey, Miss Robinson. They come and now they should look out though for real. They paid my yeah, head. You used to go to more. You used to go to your neighbor. Yo, hold up. You said something very. You said something very intimate, Jake. They pay for your haircut. Yeah, <laughs> a couple times. That's real. Olive oil, no cow. Yeah, yeah. Olive oil, no cow. I ain't trying to do that. 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 Like you had a barber. You had a barber. Shake your head. You would have a barber that saw you go. I would shout your head like shit. Jake, Mister and Mrs. Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. My family. You probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we all family hotel. Yeah, yeah. I do, I do believe, um, you know, but it's all for a purpose. It's all interconnected. Like, look at all these things we talked about from all our different, you know, walks of being and yeah. how it's just connected. So, I, overall, con- compassion ends in This is what it does violence. This, the hooks. The hugs. Ah, the love. Because yeah. I mean, you, you want to end gun violence so you can continue to see situations like that. You can yeah, continue man. to see a child. Funerals ain't fun. Yeah, they're not. No. They're not. The rap say real. Hey, look, all y'all youngers need to go home and watch Alpha Dog. Y'all probably not going to understand it, but oh, that yeah, movie, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the whole moral of that movie is don't be trying well, to be Well, everything I love, man, bro, it's like this. Life. I will not watch that movie ever again in my life. What, Alpha Dog? Ever again in life. Mm. Yeah, you seen that movie? Yeah, that's Like, did, when you saw it, did you see it, though? Mm-hmm. That's why I know. I won't ever watch that movie again in life. I don't and it's a true story. Yeah. I won't ever watch that movie again in life. Because I've seen it in real life, and then I've seen it in a movie, and it's like, ooh, bro. Yeah. Nah, bro. They partied with that man. They got that, they, they did everything for that man. Like, no matter what was the beef, I'm just saying, you on the internet, you a brother. <laughs> cool. But yeah, man. Bonjour. Yo, Casey, you got something to say before we go? Casey, come through, man. Hey, hey. man, time. Hey, hey, this Casey, the real. Hey, 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 h
case all of us, all of us about talk about you, man. Don't get the big head today. Yeah, so, hey, man. This is the embodiment of a superstar. Yeah, right here. Look, at his, look at his demeanor. Look at his demeanor. This one of the. This one of the most. Um, one of the most poised kids I know, man. Yeah. I, I've always been impressed from. Look at the chain. From the. Smile. From the yeah, first yeah. time I met him, uh, the day he uh, dropped his phone in, in the Anaconda. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? Costume, yeah, we was down at uh, was down so by the yards. He was, was mad. So he was mad, but real talk though, like he was mad, he had, but he handled it. He yeah, was, he handled it. And um, just just most situations I see him in, my wife has complimented him a lot of times when you on your acting. Um, the kid gets it on the track. Hey. Hey. I right, gets it on the track. Hey man, he do. He gets it. So um, hey man, just keep doing your thing. I told you that I'm gonna turn you into a, a maniac, uh, a Michael Jordan. He wants, he wants you to be <laughs> a I maniac. Need you, a Michael Jordan mixed with Deion Sanders. Oh, 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 when you, when you lie, when you yeah, yeah, when you line up on the blocks and you beat them, and you know you're gonna be, I'm a dog you, and then I'm gonna get out there and be like, I know. Okay, okay, okay. While he's talking right now, we're hey. supposed to bust out five push-ups. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the mindset we're talking about. Real talk, real talk, man. Those are my Michael two, those are my two favorite athletes. Uh, because um, Mike, Mike was just a killer, man. Dion just knew. Dion, Dion knew he was good to the point where he was going to let you know he was good, but it was also one of the things like, I know I'm gonna back it up. Yeah, like I'm that good, and it, it made me, it made him work that much better. It's like, hey, I've talked all this, I've talked all this noise. Now I really got to go out here and back it up. Yeah. So I told you that I'm gonna turn you into that man. He <laughs> laugh, every time I say that, he laughs. You've been asking my coach about the OT and Bellways. I, I yeah, know that flexible. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. So that's the kid, man. You got anything yeah. you want to say? We're going to have him and his friends on soon. Yeah, man. Hey, I was going to say that. We, hey, you podcast coming real soon. That's definitely going to have y'all on. So y'all man, man time. So y'all can ask them questions. Girl, man. Y'all can ask them questions. Boy time. Boy time. Boy time. Boy time. Boy time. Young man time. Yeah, we got to call it young man time. Boy time sound crazy. Boy time. No 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 it's on, it's on me. It's on me because I know I'm the fastest on the team. So, like, when I was on the 400 and my coach said, get on the track. I ran on the track. And then I wasn't even paying attention. And then I just went. And then I didn't let the dude beat me. And that's when I ran my fastest time. Yeah. And I wasn't, I wasn't even ready. I wasn't even expecting it. But, like, at, in school, we doing, like, career-wise. And then I, I did the S survey and stuff. It said I don't like to be B. I'm competitive, funny, goofy. It said some jobs for me was like veterinarian, was done stuff like that. Validation. Yeah. Like we all talking about the gun violence and stuff. I was thinking in my head, I don't need to pick up a gun. Yeah. I, mean, I, I know I'm fighting. I need to defend myself. I don't need to pick up a gun. Mommy. So 
Hey man, good job. That's her, bud. That's the that's the message of the year. If you can't defend yourself without a gun, you can't defend yourself. If nobody else tell you that, man, good job. He's a reflection of. That's Yo, a good job, that, man. This is my success. I keep telling. This your six hundred million, man. That's your six hundred million. Yeah, that's my success. That's a twelve billion, job, man. If I never. Touch a meal, but I am. That's enough. I'm straight. Bro. Yeah, I mean that's enough. And I mean I'm I'm, I'm saying that from somebody that don't even have kids. Like, I mean again, like I, I, this this ain't no joke. I'm not saying this because you sitting here. Like, I've always been impressed with them. Always have. Um, always been respectable. Um, you can tell the way he way he acts with his sister. Um, the way you are on your Instagram, like it's it's nothing but respect, and I can't do nothing but say like, as a young man, young man, I, I really respect you. I really respect the person that you are, and what you what you have done, man. Great job. Not a hard work, bro. Great job. <laughs> great job. Not a hard work. But yeah, man, that's been an episode of Man Time. Yeah. Thank y'all for, for tuning in this week. Man, follow um, the Trigger Project. Yeah, follow the Trigger Project. Jake, uh, we'll, 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 drop, we'll drop that in there so y'all can check that out. Or we'll put the link in the, in the um, description. But please, make sure you go check that out. Thank y'all for coming out. Tia, thank you for coming hey, out. Of course, man. Hey, hey, also, also. You inspired me, young man. Hey, if you listening, hey, if you and you want to you want to sit in the audience during uh, taping, man. You're more than welcome, man. Email us. Uh, hit us up in the DM at Man Time, the pod- at Man Time Podcast on Instagram. Um, we'd love to have y'all. We'd love to have your input, man. Come talk on the camera. Talk your shit. Yeah. Right, man. We'll yeah. see y'all next time. Bye, baby. Come on, baby. Come on. 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 Come on.